This is Goy BFM's Barbara Nikonica with Ava Leach. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's Ava Leach. Hello, Barbara. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted because we talk a lot. We do. People, well, actually, they do get to hear you a little bit on air now. We'll, we'll touch on that later on. But I get to hear a lot more of you than our lovely listeners do. So this is a chance now to sit down, get to know Ava from reception. Yes, reception, usually the weekends, but sometimes during the week you'll hear me on the phone. So actually, I would say that a lot of people do know your voice because you would answer. How do you do you say hello, Goa BFM? Good morning, Goa BFM. <laughs> there you go. There's a taste. Ava, if you've rang us before on <laughs> Ava is one of the wonderful people working here in reception who have answered your call and written out requests. And oh, you deal with the death notices as well. That's yes. Can I ask what that's like? Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Well, when I first started here, it was a bit of a shock. But now it's kind of weird because I've become kind of numb to it because Mm. we get lots in every day and you have to, there's just a format of how you type it up. Yes. You have to confirm it with the funeral director and, you know, you kind of get used to it. Okay, so there's a system there and you do it. But mostly awfully, like, especially, I mean, look, any death is sad, but, you know, sometimes when you hear some young people and everything. So we have death notes on then, what is it, 9am and 4pm. Is there another one? Yeah, so it's 9, 11, 1 and 4 that was it. Yeah, because yeah, I get I have them during my show at um, at four o'clock. Yeah. So another thing I suppose is prizes. You get to deal with people and yes. their prizes. That's and always fun. That's always fun when you get you call people and they're so happy that they receive a prize. It a makes winner. you happier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always lovely dealing with people like that. And are they surprised sometimes? Do they get a bit of a shock that they oh, won? Oh yeah, there's always a good few people that are like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm so happy. It's Aww. made my day, and that makes my day when I hear that. It of just course. it's really nice to hear. Oh, yeah. lovely. That's fantastic. And you are, uh, well, part-time here, so we wouldn't see you seven days a week. Though some days, I mean, you're in a lot. (laughs) Uh, The past couple of weeks, I've been in nearly every day, yeah. (laughs) But you are studying in Galway. I am. I'm studying in, it's University of Galway now, previously NUIG, doing film and digital media and French as well. So I'm loving the film, film aspect. And I'll be going to France in January to study. Amazing. How long for for four months, I think. So from January to the end of May. And would you say something to us now in French? Like I'm not as good at, at French as you think I am. I haven't done it since last semester. I'm hoping after France, I'll be good at it. Can you hear something in your ears? Is that just them out there? It's I not. It's just them chatting out okay, there. All right, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say anything. There's a new guy after starting with us. And uh, if he's having a laugh, that's a really good sign. We want to keep him on board. Exactly. Uh, he's uh, the new producer for Goby Talks. Mm-hmm. Will I give you the weather? The weather. weather. Oh, you really put me on the spot here. <laughs> I could just say, bonjour, comment ça va? Uh, <laughs> you think I can read this in French? I don't know. I, see, I did French in secondary school. So I went to Skolkomsha here on Carroll and we studied French there. And I remember that like, we had an amazing French teacher. Mm. I got 100%, I think, in the first exams in first year. I loved it. Oh but God. I just, I don't know, I didn't keep it up or I didn't kind of speak it enough or what, whatever it was. Um, yeah. So, je parle en petit peu français. I've never been oui. to France though, but I'd love oui. to. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking in Irish now. I'm trying to think in French. That's what happens. Shouldn't my alarms have a Michel Arts and Gaelga? Tigging Ava Gaelga? Well, Lauren to Gaelga, near a Zeshad Gafolian, so basically, I've made two Larts Gaelga, Lum, Adash, I've made two Larts, Nama, Ragert, and Merla, I've taken two Colors tomorrow. Exactly. Okay, so how do we switch over to the French then? On Petit Fuck. I remember a baby seal. I know what that was. Uh, what else? Do I remember? Everyone remember. <laughs> I, it's kind of the same with you when you know you're saying you finished school and then you kind of lost it a bit. I stopped, not stopped studying, but um, the last time I spoke, it was 
the end of May when oh, wow. our semester ended because I'm not doing it this semester I'm doing just film but that's why I'm nervous to go to France because I don't have much French Oh no you'll be going to the right place and yeah. they'll get that you actually do have enough of it you know they'll get that you have the yeah. accent not us going Yeah like I, if you give me something in French I can do the accent and everything but I just can't do it I'm not good at translating directly from English to French No in fairness the fact I'm even asking you to do that now is difficult because people ask me they go oh well what's that in Irish and it depends on the day. Like sometimes you might think of it on the spot or sometimes mm. translation and having a command of a language are very different. Like there's mm. a reason why to go into translating officially and all that kind of stuff that you have to study and you have to work in it for a long time. Yeah. And it, it's just, it does, because I did a translation course. It uses a different part of your brain it or does. something. It's very yeah. tiring. It's I'm good at languages, but I think it's mainly because my mom, she's she studied global ling- linguistics. So she <gasps> was a German wow. translator. Um, and she studied French as well. So That's amazing. And did she yeah. do that? That was her job full time? Her job was German translator. She actually worked in a radio station in Canada for a bit as well. She did was on she? air. Oh yeah. my God. Tell her to tell us which one. I, I'll tell her actually. I don't know the name, but I'll ask her. We'll find it. <laughs> I'll call yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So she worked there for a bit, um, but she was German translator, but now she's a full time artist. So, okay. yeah, well, so you, it is hard to you do. You use that computer and find some French for us. So just I will. I didn't intend on putting you on the spot straight away. <laughs> <laughs> but you have sat in studio with me before, so I'm just assuming you're comfortable. Yeah, I am, because I know it's You like it. Out. And you can do this side. You are actually trained in by Matthew. You're able to yes. engineer the desk, which am, isn't yes. an easy thing to be able to do. But you actually liked it, did you? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I can't wait to get back engineering. I yeah. might be might be doing some more training. Yes. I might be doing some more of that, learning how no to harm. do the CDs and everything. But yeah, no, I really love it. That's right, because your age group, you've never seen CDs. You don't know how to... I Excuse me, I had the best of Michael Jackson CD and I had uh, Hosier CD. I had loads of CDs. Okay, okay. Cassettes though, you probably didn't. No. No. I remember when I was like two or three, I had, you know, one of those small little pink cassette tapes where you'd play lullabies. But that's the last I've seen of cassettes. Yeah, and I had, I remember buying Bewitched on cassette. Like, that's just, mm. but it's just when you mentioned training, you mentioned CDs, I'm just slagging. Yeah. Ava is one of these fantastic young people that I mentioned <laughs> in the last podcast who is very young, and <laughs> but very wise and very good. And you don't realise, you kind of forget how young you are talking to you just because you yeah. know so much. So you've great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. And are you are you able to maybe say a few things en, en français? I will try. So this is the weather in Galway in French. Yes! De fortes pluies continueront de se dérager vers le nord et cet après-midi affectant principalement l'Ulster, devenant plus lumineux à avec de fortes inversées et parsées plus fréquentes dans le sud-ouest. Ce soir, de nouvelles épidémies de pluie pousseront dans le Cronach et le Munster, s'étendant plus tard au, au sud du Leinster. Température maximale cet après-midi de 7 à 11 degrés, ventres de sud, une variable devenant forte est en rafale d'ouest, dans le sud-ouest, plus tard ce soir. That was very difficult and I definitely said a lot of words wrong. C'est très bien! I love merci, it! Merci, merci well, beaucoup. Well, we have a lot of, I'm sure there's French speakers in Galway who can, uh, you know, get... Tell get me how wrong well, no, I did. Don't do that because that's our first time speaking since last, what, May since or something. Since last May, so I actually this, haven't spoken The thing it. about languages is having the opportunity to speak it. Like, yes, you need to, what is it? You have to listen, read, write, but then mm. the opportunity to speak is a big thing. So that's why with the Irish language as well, like, it's fine for me. I call up my family and stuff, but there are people who speak Irish who don't have anybody at home to speak Irish to exactly. and that's why these things like people are getting together in the city and there's a thing called Ainge Scale now and they meet up and they just speak mm-hmm. Irish every week and yeah. that's why it's so important and it's the same for French same for Irish same exactly. for any language they're all 
yeah. different, but I mean, it's the same idea. And it's really nice, actually, um, in town, Oris Nagail. I go there a lot. Well, not a lot, but quite a bit with my friends. And everyone speaks Irish there and it's all young people. So it shows you that there are young people still speaking Irish and it's lovely. Definitely. And so many. Like, for in my French society as well in college, there's French Society Night or French Tuesdays, I think it is. So you go on a Tuesday, you go out and everyone has to speak French. That's so, cool. It's an opportunity to... Yes, and that's what you need. And you are in what year in college? I'm in third year. Third year. Okay, yes. so do you have another one or is this it? I have another one after my Erasmus. I'm coming back for a fourth year where Yay. I'm doing film and digital media and French again. And so. why film? Why digital I media? I absolutely love film. I love film probably more than digital media. Film was my initial decision and it was just a bonus that the course had digital media with it. I don't know. I don't know why I love film. I've just watched it. Obviously, everyone watches films. And now there's someone distracting me at the window here. <laughs> Trying to ignore Trying her. To. But yeah, so I've always liked films. I've always liked analysing them, analysing how a scene is made, differentiating like the colour schemes and everything. And I only figured that out that I should be going into film after I discovered that I actually analyse it way more than my parents do, way more oh, than my siblings do. But how would you realise, I suppose, that you... Because I would get given out to. I, I would be one of... You'd be predicting it. Yeah, I'd be the annoying one when we were watching a film. I would be the one being like, oh, and this is going to happen. Oh, and look at how they filmed that They've shot. They've set this up now. Exactly. So look at the props. Look. And my parents would be like, be quiet. We want to watch the film. So, <laughs> And actually, it was my... It's, it was odd, actually. I initially had down physics as my number one choice wow. to study because I, I do love physics. But I went to the talk on open day and then I liked it. Wasn't in love with it. I liked it. And then my, my mom said she saw a film talk and she said, let's just let's pop in here and have a, have a look. I, I went in and immediately I was like, I'm definitely Buzzing. going to study that. Yeah, yeah, I just knew straight away. So that's kind of a dead giveaway. Oh, mommies are so good. I What's know. your mom's name? Elaine. Elaine, Elaine. Quinlan. Hi, Elaine. That was <laughs> smart. That was very smart because it does. It, have to, it has to make your heart sing, you know. And obviously yeah. you have an interest in so many different things. Like science is a big one, physics in your house yeah. as well. And you can be interested in a lot of different things. <laughs> Siobhan Mullen is outside the window nodding her head along. She's very excited to hear this podcast. Yes. I do have good news. I'm going to sit down with her and do a podcast as well. Good. good. It's called Siobhan I Love R***ing Mullen. <laughs> she have a lot to say, I think. I asked her what her favourite subject was. She oh, said... she said... Yeah. Predictable. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> Elaine is an artist. Elaine is an artist. Tell she's, me more. So over lockdown, she set up her website. She's, she's been an artist for years now. She went to art college after she had me or my brother. I can't remember. When she was in her 30s, she went back to art college in GMIT. And, on um, Not easy. Yeah. And so she over, over lockdown, she set up her website, which is amazing. It's Elaine Quinlan. And she's now doing lots of exhibitions. She was in the RDS for Art Source, which is an art exhibition where loads of artists from all over Ireland go. And there's so many different stands. It's kind of overwhelming. But she went there, did loads of social media for her art, and she did very well. And there she is on the screen. Is that it? That's her one, is that's it? That's her com. one, yeah. ElaineQuinlan.com. That's what it is, yeah. So I haven't, I haven't looked at her website in ages, but it seems like she's doing it up very it's very well. It's lovely. I, oh, I can sign up for the mailing list. Yeah. I'll um, do that. <laughs> but yeah, so she mainly Subscribe. does... She does abstract paintings. It's painting, acrylic paintings that she mainly does. And she's influenced by... We live right beside a turlock. So in front of us, there's a massive just expanse of green grass and a lake and floods and everything. So she'd get influenced by that a lot. If you can see it in her paintings as well. Oh, yeah. Even though it is abstract, you can see where she gets her influence from. Yeah, definitely. Like I see grass, I see water, I see... And the mm. brilliant thing about abstract as well, when it's done it's like this, it's beautiful, it's really nice. Actually, a lot of these are sold. 
Wow. Yeah. You yeah. go, Elaine. <laughs> Come and visit me at Art Source 2022 RDS Balls Bridge Dublin 4th running 11th to the 13th of November That's finished but she is doing another exhibition in the black box it's December sometime if I'm not sure so she's getting ready for that so she's doing a lot more paintings for that Bertumna. Oh wow oh, she's done so many and do you she have has. like a favourite piece of hers or anything like that do you have some of hers hung up in the house We do yeah oh there's this massive it's very different to what's on her website I don't know how to describe it it's this massive painting that we have in our dining room and it's made out of different canvas blocks of wood. They're all put together. They're all in rows and columns. And on each one, it's basically just a load of circles painted, but they keep the gradient of the colour keeps going up and in and out or whatever. I cannot describe it. That so. sounds so cool though. Is there, do you have a picture of I it? Might. I might. I'll have a take, look. Maybe take a picture and ask her if it's okay to... I will. I'll definitely take actually, a picture. you might be able to share it. Copyright or what is it with artists? But I can show you what um, actually her Could exhibition stand looked like. Uh, this was, I think I might have showed you before. This was at ArtSource. Oh, it's lovely. So yeah, so in the RDS, they give you space, kind of a white wall. And then yeah. I love what she did. She has all kind of white frames on those smaller ones and then the bigger ones. And it oh, takes it's a lot beautiful. of preparation. She had to like organise lighting and everything as well. So it's oh, of course. Yeah, you can work. see the light is kind of shining on the right place mm, is in exactly. the paintings. Well, good on you, Elaine. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's very good. I'll have to try find a picture of the one in our dining room because it is really impressive when you go in. Like it's the first, it's the focal point. Um, but I don't know. That's if I a have great a place for it as well like this is hard to see now this is my 21st birthday so you're going to see a load of my relatives but that's the painting in the back if you want to zoom in okay it is like a piece like yeah. you could see that like it wouldn't put it on a floor you wouldn't want to walk on it but no. you could it was in an exhibition before but it didn't sell so we have it in our in our house yeah. and I'm kind of glad because it takes up the big wall and they're all separate pieces exactly. what are they they're made all... out of what's the are they painted it's, they're, it's they're, painting... they look very textured yeah it's painted on fabric so she's you really put... think they were like tiles kind of in one sense yes but, they're, but not... they're actually wood they're wood blocks with fabric glued onto it and then painted onto the fabric is the all the different circles in different colours. Yeah, and you've got your kind of dark and then yellow and then kind of mm. Galway colours, maroon in there. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, I love that painting. It's very different to her other work though. You know that yellow one in the middle there? I just, there's yeah. a 21st banner over it. Yeah. Is it kind of like it's open? It's like bit? it's open, yeah. Oh, it's, it reminds me like a zip. It's yeah, kind of she open. Put a and zip. Then, it is oh, a zip. Is it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, it's a good. zip that she put on it. Yeah, so it's that's kind of the best picture I have of it. And everyone else in the photo looks nice too, by the way. Just <laughs> we were like ignoring all these lovely people on your 21st birthday, which was probably last year. No, this year is June. <laughs> Happy belated 21st. Thank you. You were, okay, you don't realise this I'm now. Young. People would t- tell me this stuff when I was probably your age. Like I actually started, when I started in full-time radio, I was 21. Yeah. And everyone told me I was so young and, uh, you know, they'd compliment you and they'd say all this stuff. And mm. I was like, what are they talking about? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't realise until you get a little bit, not that I'm loads older, but, you know, 15 <laughs> years on or whatever it is. And you think back and you go, oh, yeah, I was really young. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I don't know, all those people, you you kind of get sick of them saying it. <laughs> no, so I, I get I want it, to though. be conscious of like, I don't want to be saying to you, you're so young. But I think it's the, the admiration for you is of you as well, because... <laughs> Because you're so wise, it's nearly like, geez, she shouldn't, she shouldn't only be 21. You're like, flattering what? me now. <laughs> no, it's that I can have conversations with you as if you're, a, you could be 30, you could be 40, you could be 50, you could be 15, you know, mm. you're, you, but I suppose that's a people person as well, somebody who gets on with everybody. And we haven't even yeah. talked about, uh, and I know you will be talking about this on air later with Ronan, films. Be. Films, films and TV shows, yeah. So I don't know what you want me to talk about. My favourite films? Yeah, my... I would say okay. some of like kind of your early favourites and then your recent favourites. Okay, so my early favourites when I was maybe five was Shrek. 
I would watch Shrek on repeat. Good choice. Um, when I was a kid. The vo- and in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> blue flower, red thorn, blue flower, red thorn. I'll oh, think of more, but great. yes, go on, Shrek. Shrek and The Fox and the Hound were my favourite films when I was a kid. And now they've gotten very pretentious, my favourite films have. So I have like films that I say are my favourite in front of people that aren't very filmy because they won't really know the films that I like. That's an assumption, but... And then films that I say they're my favourite in front of my film friends and gang. So Who will get it and yeah, you don't so, have to go into explaining. And, and exactly. also sometimes they can be quite complex to explain. <laughs> yeah, so my favourite films at the moment, they're actually foreign language films. They're All About My Mother, by directed by Pedro Almodovar. It's a Spanish film. Oh, it's an excellent film. Um, I love that film. And I actually had to watch it for my film course. And so my film course does introduce you to new films. Yeah. And then the second film is La Haine, which means hate in French. It's a French film set in the suburbs in France and it's directed by Matthew Kasselwitz and it is amazing. I would recommend it to everyone. Okay, because two of my favourite films are French. You'll Ooh. probably definitely guess one of them. Amelie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, um, the soundtrack to that is amazing. It's just so I actually good. play on piano the soundtrack to that. I love it. I found out today that Ava Leach <laughs> plays piano and not just that. Like you play really well, I think. Are you I'm, trained? I'm classically trained. I'm finished <gasps> my grades. Wow. Because yeah. w- piano is definitely, I'm a big admirer of music. I just love music. It speaks mm. to me. All different types, anything. Just, yeah, mm. give me music. But piano is definitely my number one favourite. Now, I did try and kind of teach myself on a keyboard or whatever, but now luckily I, I've now, my in-laws, we could call them, are very good on piano, so I don't need to. <laughs> and, and and my daughter will be fine. She'll learn from them and then hopefully we'll give her lessons, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, how did you find them, the learning piano and classically training? I gym? loved it. I had a great piano teacher. In Galway? In Galway, yeah. Okay. In, in Ladies Well in Athenry. Her name's Anya Kelly. She was amazing. And then I had another another uh, teacher from grade six to grade eight called Teresa. But so when I was younger, learning piano, Anya would be great. She'd obviously teach us our grade you know, pieces which aren't usually what young people want to learn on piano. And then she'd actually teach us pop songs as well on piano. Oh so, oh Britney God, Spears. we did. Well, no, see, we actually did a lot of film scores. So we did John Williams um, um, trilogies or anyway, we did music by John Williams and he scores a lot of music for films. So we did Pirates of the Caribbean. We did Mission Impossible. Oh, um, we did music from, you know, Wicked, the musical. Yeah. Yeah, so we did Defying Gravity. Brilliant. Yeah, it's really, really good. And so when I say we, my music teacher, amazing. She also teaches violin, so she teaches my sister violin. And um, my sister's finished her grades as well. Anya Kelly, my music teacher, created um, what we call group. is basically an orchestra with a good few of her students. And so we'd have first violin, second violins, cello. We had double bass, we had two pianos, violas. And we do performances in Raheen Woods Hotel every year or twice a what? year. When are you next doing this? This no, this this was years not years ago. This was when I was fifteen. Yeah, up to maybe eighteen. But it's we years ago it. to you, but you're yeah. very conscious of. <laughs> no, but I loved time. it. And we time actually, is relative to how long you've kind of been here as well. What exactly. was the thing I saw? It was so clever. It was like when you put it down as like a percentage of the life that you've lived so far. You mm. know what I mean? It's such a it's such a broad. Thing. Anyway, that's yeah. going down math route. Anyway, I'll call your dad. We need to yeah. need help. <laughs> Because he is the science person in your house, isn't My he? My dad is a chemist. He's an electrical chemist, I think. He teaches, he lectures in chemistry and he's, he's the dean of graduate studies as well in University of Galway. Um, so he's very, very smart. 
And it's funny how there's kind of a difference how, with how he's very science orientated and my mom's artistic. It's, you know, complete opposites. But um, yeah, he's... Opposites he's, attract. Opposites attract, that's it. Scientifically. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could tell us the science behind that. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, yeah, we, we, we'll get him to do that. And the performances, would you perform anywhere since then or is it just back since in the day? Since then, back in the day. Um, so I, we did actually join up, our little group joined up with the Ennis Orchestra and we performed at the National Concert Hall. Um, so we did a big... Oh, amazing. I it was a whole, a whole... A I'm massive sitting Besides someone who has played at the National Concert Hall. I had no idea. I was only 16 or 17 at the time on piano. Um, But it was autograph. It was it was an amazing experience. I'd love to do it again, but I haven't I've been neglecting piano a bit lately just because of college and other responsibilities. Um, so I need to go back and start playing piano. But I there's one go to piece that I will always play. It's um by Chopin. It's Nocturne in C sharp minor, and it's it's in a couple movies. You'll probably recognise it if you hear it. It's an amazing, just it's an amazing piece. It's so like the emotion from it is absolutely amazing. When you're watching films, then would you even recognize some of the pieces because you're mm. so? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I I learned actually. I learned how to play that piece, Nocturne in C sharp minor. It took me a while. I actually did it for my leaving cert in music, and then um, learned how to play it. And I can't remember what program it was or or new movie, but I was watching a movie and it was there in the background. And I turned to my mom and I was like, I can play that. That's so cool. Because it's really, you know, you feel very accomplished when something that you can play is actually on screen. Of course, but mm. you are accomplished. That's unreal. <laughs> I'm so impressed because obviously the music, it speaks to us or whatever way mm. you want to say it. And then, of course, music is going to be used to, I suppose, help emotions come out. I don't know why I'm not able to say it today. But anyway, yeah, no, but I, I understand. It, you know what I mean. Yeah. So in recent movies, would there be any that you would highly rate? Like music-wise or... Just in general, like that you enjoyed as a film. movies. Okay. Banshees of Inisherin. I, I saw it. I saw. Me. I went to the preview and me and my mom loved it. Everyone was clapping at the end. I would give it four, four and a half stars out of five. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, I thought it was just very well done. Martin McDonough is an amazing director and he just, he got the humour, the balance with the humour and plot, like nailed it. Um, and then I went and talked to a couple of people in work here that have seen it and I got bad reviews and I was very disappointed. And I've seen a lot of bad reviews and heard a lot of bad yeah. reviews online in places that I kind of thought, oh, hmm, maybe I won't go and see it just yet, mm. which I feel bad about now because we can't help it. I suppose we are influenced by that kind of thing. But yeah. I do like Martin McDonough and I, I like Colin Farrell and Darren Gleeson. Gleeson yeah. and I think it's interesting, though, because it is like a slow plot there is not there's not much of a plot there it's basically based off of dialogue and it's funny how people's attention span their attention spans uh, have gotten very yeah. like limited now because of you know short videos on TikTok and things like that I heard I don't know who told me but two people walked out in the cinema when we're, I've never done that and I've yeah. seen some bad films I know <laughs> I wait till the end just to give myself closure. the authority yeah, yeah. the closure to go no I did I gave it a chance it, it wasn't great yeah but I think it's people people just they switch off if they're not interested in the first 10 minutes wow. and you really need to get through it not through it with this film I mean it's good from the very beginning but not just, everything comes that easy exactly like, it's a slow burn favourite directors are Coen Brothers oh yes so there would be a lot of their films mm. that I'm probably the only one they out of Fargo. groups yeah, yeah out of great. group of friends that they were like what what mm. film Like, and, yeah. and there was some of them that kind of came into you know mainstream a little bit like <laughs> what's the one with Brad Pitt <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> and, um, and people see Burn After Reading. Yeah, I so absolutely good. love that film. It's hilarious. And Miller's Crossing yes. and The Big Lebowski. Amazing. And, the Dude. Oh, The Dude. The Dude, Jeff Bridges, yeah. Let me tell you something, Pandero. <laughs> you pull out your crazy <laughs> with us, you flash your <laughs> out of the lanes, I'll take it away from you and stick it up your <laughs> and pull the <laughs> trigger till oh you go click. That was excellent. You got the whole thing down. You said it, man. Nobody <laughs> with the Jesus. That actor is amazing. John Turturro. John Turturro, yeah. A lot of the films, what was the one, was Burn After Reading the one where he's killing everybody through the keyhole? Is that that one or is that a different one? Um, That's the one that Brad Pitt is like a gym goer yeah. and what's her Not name? Simple, no. no Country for Old Men. Oh my God. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And they did True Grit. Javier Bardem is really good in that. Yeah, a lot of these films actually were... <gasps> sorry. Oh, Brother, where art thou? I completely I forgot. Say, That's when I fell in love with George film. Clooney. I was like, George Clooney is amazing. I, it was so good. I am a man yeah. of constant sorrow. sorrow. <laughs> oh, it's a great song. I actually have that in one of my Spotify playlists because it's so good. Real. I actually haven't listened to that so long. I'm so glad you oh, reminded amazing. me. I forgot all this. Um, the music in it is really good. It's been ages since I... But a couple of those films you mentioned remind me, they were all the cinematographer for True Grit, No Country for Old Men, or Brother Where Art Thou, Fargo, was Rob- Roger Deakins. Okay. And he is, I don't know if you've heard of him, he is an astounding, like amazing cinematographer. He's one of my favourites. He did um, He did Blade Runner 2049 as well. He's done a lot of really, really famous films. I'd recommend See, I'm clearly watching. a big fan of his, but I just didn't realise oh, yeah. it. I'm drawn to the same ones, like the setups, the way mm. they look, the way they feel. Mm. So an, Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins. And one of my favourite films that I tell people that would know it, probably, is Prisoners, directed by Denis Villeneuve. He's, he's a French film director. I don't know if you've seen it. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. And it's where Hugh Jackman's kids go missing. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a detective and has to try oh. find them for him. And that's also cin- cinematography is done by Roger Deakins and it's really, really suspenseful. Great film. This has been amazing. So is th- what kind of stuff are you talking to? Because you are on air with Ronan Lardner now today. Yes. Yeah, so we'll With Sarah Slevin, the two of you. Actually, Sarah won't be on air today. Oh. Yeah, she's usually on as well, Sarah Slevin from News. So today we'll be talking about a documentary called Capturing the Killer Nurse. You know, the, there's a new movie as well on Netflix called The Good Nurse with Eddie Redmayne in it, who plays Charles Cullen, who was a serial killer, but also a nurse. And he killed people by injecting them with <gasps> this this drug called digoxin oh, no. while they were helpless, lying in bed, you know, couldn't, couldn't oh, move. Oh, that's awful. And Those stories are so scary. The documentary is interesting, though, because it's not really focused on him. Which is probably better, yeah. Yeah, but it's focused on how the hospitals tried to cover it up <gasps> because they didn't want bad reputation and people not coming there and to lose Sugar. their business, which is... He has admitted to killing 30 to 40 people, but by looking through his records, it's kind of thought that he's killed over 400 people. Oh no. Which is crazy. In multiple hospitals. See, this hospitals. is the thing about cover-ups. Like, there is the deed that was done that shouldn't have been done, but then, like, you really have to look at your moral compass and go, well, hang on now, this needs to be mm. kind of stopped or said, or yeah. that's why, you know, whistleblowers and, you know, people are so... Sure, sure Vicky Phelan there last week who passed yes, away. Yeah. Like, people like that who are willing to say, no, this isn't right. We exactly. need to. We need people to know about this. Like, it's so yep. important. It's the... I'd imagine, I don't know, luckily I haven't faced anything like that, but I'd imagine it's the harder option sometimes, yes, you know, is the, I would the say truth. So. I would say but the truth so. always comes out. So Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I don't know how you could live with yourself if you were one sleep. of the members of the hospital no. that's decided, no, I'm not going to tell no. the police this. No. 
It's crazy. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And anything uh, maybe more lighthearted you've sw- talked about in the past? We've talked about in the past. Um, we have actually haven't really talked about many lighthearted things. We've talked about very suspenseful things like Boiling Point with Stephen Graham, that movie. We've talked about The Watcher, which I would not recommend at all. It's, Don't do it. It's a TV series and it's just a waste of time. The lads on breakfast, Ollie and Molly, they're great crack. Yeah. Uh, they get me going every morning. I just, they make me laugh and I dance <laughs> around the kitchen. It's good fun. But they were talking or they did a skit or they did something on The Watcher and I hadn't seen it. So then when I was sitting down Netflix, I was like, oh, well, what's this thing? And luckily, I think I may have only watched one and then I met you in work and you said, don't. Yeah, so I said, just don't continue. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. Yeah, I'm back watching the US office from start to finish. Oh, that's good. That's it's good. really good. Yeah. We've already done this before. There's Sarah Levin. <laughs> She's about to read a news bulletin. It is 1.59.15. Mm-hmm. We're just saying hi and you're lovely and ah, uh, she called you lovely as well. I don't know. Oh. Could you hear that? I couldn't, my I couldn't hear it in mine, but I could hear background noise. Oh, yes, because when she was... Oh, sorry. I don't know why I kept the button pressed down. <laughs> For some reason, I was talking to you and I had kept her button oh pressed God. down. So the poor thing oh is God. going into a bulletin. And there's me. Okay, anyway. When she presses her talkback button, I can also hear on air coming through the feed. Uh. But yeah, she said you're also lovely. Oh. And on that note, and I might ask Ronan's permission if it's okay to put in your on air stuff at the end. Well, I should yeah. probably ask your permission first. Oh, yeah, you can, of course. It will just be me and Ronan today. Um, Sarah's, Sarah's off, but. Yeah. Listen out because Mondays. Mondays at half two. Yeah. Me and Sarah do, and Ronan, of course, do the film and TV segment called The Couch Potato from half two to maybe quarter to three. Brilliant. And sure, they're going to be listening to Ronan anyway, the live wire, Monday to Friday, every midday to three. And look, Ava, I'll let you get back on the phones now, answering to our lovely listeners out there. Oh, <laughs> Nine one double seven double oh double seven, and uh, say hi to Ava and do not be calling her up now about films and stuff because we've given her a big long list of work to do here and as, gr- as much <laughs> as you want to talk to her you're going to have to wait the, for the next podcast because I actually think I would love to there's do There's definitely a lot more here. There is. There's a lot more. <laughs> we, we can just, dive deeper. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be a series of podcasts. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. Oh, and thank you for reminding me. I'm actually going to go straight now to listen to Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. I haven't heard I'll it I'll listen years. with you. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Let's do it. Ava Leach. Thank you. Gurmina Mahagat. Bim is a kind of niche. Gar Mahagat.